Welcome to the new normal with Lucas Rosenfield. At Amazon, which, as I'm sure we all know, is one of the biggest companies in the world, and their owner, Jeff Bezos, is the richest person in the world, uh, one of Amazon's vice presidents resigned on uh, Friday, on the 1st of May. And he wrote a blog post in which he uh, basically uh, described some of the reasons uh, for leaving his job. So I will link it uh, in the description, but let's just read through the blog post and then we can discuss um, last year, Amazonians on the tech side banded together as Amazon Employees for Climate Justice, AECJ, first coming to the world's notice with an open letter promoting a shareholders' re- resolution calling for dramatic action and leadership from Amazon on the global climate emergency. I was one of its 8,702 signatories. While the resolution got a lot of votes, it didn't pass. Four months later... 3,000 Amazon tech workers from around the world joined in the global climate strike walkout. The day before the walkout, Amazon announced a large-scale plan aimed at making the company part of the climate crisis solution. It's not as though the activists were acknowledged by their employer for being forward-thinking. In fact, leaders were threatened with with dismissal. Fast forward to the COVID-19 era. Stories surfaced of unrest in Amazon warehouses workers raising alarms about being uninformed, unprotected, and frightened. Official statements claimed every possible safety precaution was being taken. Then a worker organized for better safety conditions was fired, and brutally insensitive marks appeared in leaked executive meeting notes, where the focus was on defending Amazon talking points. Warehouse workers reached out to AECJ for support. Uh, That's the Amazon Employees for Climate Justice. They responded by internally promoting a petition and organizing a video call for Thursday, 16 April, um, featuring warehouse workers from around the world with guest activist Naomi Klein. An announcement sent to internal mailing lists on Friday, April 10th was apparently the flashpoint. Emily Cunningham and uh, Marin Costa, two visible AECJ leaders, were fired on the spot that day. The justifications were laughable. It was clear to any reasonable observer that they were turfed for whistleblowing. Management could have objected to the event or demanded that outsiders be excluded or that leadership be represented or any number of things. There was plenty of time. Instead, they just fired the activists. At that point, I snapped. VP shouldn't go publicly rogue, so I escalated through the proper channels and by the book. I'm not at liberty to disclose those discussions, but I made many of the arguments appearing in this essay. I think I made them to the appropriate people. That done, remaining an Amazon VP would have meant, in effect, signing off on actions I despised. So I resigned. The victims weren't abstract entities, but real people. Here are some of their names. Courtney Bowden, Gerald Pryson, Marin Costa, Emily Cunningham, Bashir Mohammed, and Chris Smalls. I'm sure it's a coincidence that every one of them is a person of color, or woman, or both, right? Let's give one of those names a voice. Bashir Mohammed said, they fired me to make others scared. Do you disagree? Here are some descriptive phrases you might use to describe the activist firing. Chicken shit, kill the messenger, never heard of the Streisand effect, designed to create a climate of fear, like painting a sign on your forehead saying either guilty or something to hide. And look, it goes on for quite a bit after that, but I think he addresses the main issues there. And this is something that we've spoken about here before in terms of Amazon 
uh, being a pretty shitty company um, and treating their workers really poorly. We've spoken about the uh, warehouse walkout that was organized. I believe that was by Chris Smalls in New York, uh, protesting the really uh, shit conditions that these people were working in in this factory and they weren't getting the necessary PPE. And look, firing whistleblowers is a very uh, poor reflection of a company. And I mean, the same goes for like governments who, you know, hunt down after whistleblowers and uh, put them in jail. Whereas these people are actually on the whole, and I think there are exceptions to this, but on the whole, they are doing a very good public service by exposing uh, some of the very uh, harsh things that are going on behind the scenes that aren't necessarily privy to the public eye. So, look, yeah, this is pretty big, I think, for a vice president of Amazon to resign. And especially this blog post specifically details how poorly Amazon uh, has dealt with uh, activists in the past and how they basically just create a complete climate of fear by uh, threatening to fire anyone who uh, shows any sort of signs of dissent against the executives of the company. And yeah, I mean, I think this is important that he's come out and written this whole thing and it sheds further light on it. And look, I mean, this is something that we've known. We've known that Amazon uh, treats its workers poorly during the virus, you know, these warehouses where they don't the PPE and these people are being forced to work for very uh, low wages and they're putting their lives on the risk. So so it's it's been clear for a while now that Amazon treats its workers very poorly, but it's an important step that we see senior leadership in the company actually coming out and taking a stand against it and saying, uh, yeah, I knew this was going on and I just, I couldn't uh, stand by and, and watch it happen without making a stand. So look, he, he's uh, resigned from the company and he says he's upset about it because he worked there for over five years. And he says he's, you know, he's, you obviously meet a lot of people where you work. Um, and he's made friends there. And he also got paid very nicely. So on a personal level for him, it's not uh, very nice um, to quit your job when you've made friends there and it's supported you financially very well. But it's it's also important to be principled. And it's often a difficult decision to make, especially when you are in a privileged position that you need to take a stand and call out actually what's going on. Um, and yeah, I, I think very cool to see from this guy. I don't know too much about him. His name is uh, Tim Bray. But yeah, very, very interesting to see. And hopefully, I mean, other sort of senior uh, officials in a another company like Walmart or whatever, which doesn't treat its workers well at all. This is in America. We have plenty of companies in South Africa that also don't treat their workers well. But hopefully this... Uh, sort of instill some confidence in them that they can also come out and call out uh, the company that they work for, for treating their workers really poorly. And it's uh, something that we need in our societies. We need whistleblowers. I mean, I wish we didn't. I wish everything was open, but it, but it's not. And it should be more open. And it's important that we know what's going on behind the scenes here when companies are just firing workers and threatening to fire workers because they just want like maybe some decent wages and some decent working conditions, not like the most insane of demands, right? Um, so yeah, very, uh, very big news, I think. 
coming out of Amazon. And it'll be fascinating to see if other executives and senior officials in companies follow suit. Because we need people to call out companies and CEOs on their bullshit here. And and look, not all companies are bad. Some companies treat their workers well and pay them nicely. But when you have like mega rich owners like Jeff Bezos, um, who's literally just rolling in cash and he's making a lot more money now during the pandemic as well his net worth is going up every day. Um, so when you have some guy like him who's just stinking rich, has way too much money than anyone should ever have, and then you have like the people who are making him this money, the workers who are working in the warehouses, and they just like aren't getting paid nicely. They're working in crap conditions. They're risking their lives now during a pandemic. No PPE. And then if they try and like campaign for better working conditions, they just get fired. It's an extremely poor reflection on Amazon as a company. And it just shows how they have very little social responsibility. And all they really care about is just making as much money as possible. And it's very sad that that's the case. But look, that's how most companies work. Most companies only care about making as much money as possible. Because that's how owners can make bigger profits and shareholders can get uh, bigger returns. So I mean, like the goal of a company is to make more money. But we need companies to also realize that they do have to have a social responsibility to look after the environment and to look after their workers. So Maybe this will lead to some sort of change in Amazon. I doubt it, to be honest, but it's an important step in the right direction, that's for sure.